Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to season six, episode nine. Nice. Feeling fine. Oh, yeah. What happened last week, everybody? Let's get right to it. Steam Rolla for Rolla won and looked great with the first round TKO. He, of course, gave a shout out to Ray Longo. Wee-oo, wee-oo. This just in. I literally just listened to it driving home today. Ray Longo was supposed to be in... Matt Frivola's corner, but he tested positive for COVID right before he was flying out. Ray Longo? Yes. No. Yes. Can you believe that? That's crazy. I didn't know that. Is he doing okay? Yeah, he's totally fine. He has mild symptoms, but that's why he wasn't there, which was like so sad. But what I also learned was that they call Matt Steamrolla Frivola's dad, Bulldozer Sal. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. How awesome is that? I think we got to call our Sal Bulldozer Sal. I think we do. I think we do. All right. Also last week, Vanessa Demopoulos won and jumped into Rogan's hands. Uh, She uh, was pretty open about everything that she was a former uh, stripper or exotic dancer whichever you prefer to call her and she just stopped working six weeks ago when she had her starter camp wait but her real name is crystal demopolis so what the fuck is it with crystal being a stripper name kind of weird no yeah i mean whatever girl you do your thing uh cody stamen lost in 47 seconds with a submission by saeed Nurmagomedov. i was pretty good about watching all these fights but i just fell asleep for that one and fucking yanni the greek who is this guy who i posted on instagram he is a gambler out of las vegas a lot of greeks this episode vanessa hmm. demopolis yanni the greek he was like you gotta b- b- fucking bet on cody stamen really i won every fucking bet that i put which i should talk about later <laughs> it's not in the notes though but i won almost every bet i had that fight night except for cody Stanton. yo so, you listen to a greek i know that's what happens big mistake so i want to give andreas paul john patrick grady who all hit me up to find out what betting betting app i wanted to or i was working on don't listen to a greek if you're fucking gambling especially this one Michelle Pajero won a close decision which uh, started off my parlay pretty strong I had a parlay boost with Michelle Pajero Brandon M who got robbed but he didn't but he didn't but I don't want to I want to rewatch that fight again yeah know. we I'm, need yeah. to uh, Brandon M and Francis uh, and Brandon M kind of fucked over my parlay but whatever uh, Francis grappled to decision after losing the first two rounds what you got on that babe I really am just all over Ray Longo this episode because I just listened to him. But he, so George bet and won that it would be a five round decision and Francis would win. A thousand plus 1,000 odds. George won that. Ray Longo said he was betting that Cyril Gahn would win a five round decision. But now after the fight, he said that Gahn could have won, but he has the fight IQ of a clothespin. <laughs> Like, people don't even know what a clothespin is. I know. If, I bet if you ask Ray Longo to spell clothespin, he'd spell it C-L-O-S-E pin. No, he would have put started with a K for sure. 
And then probably my favorite uh, part of the night was that I, I had my degenerate gambling Saturday. That was that was the whole point. Everybody okay, knows and it. And Sunday, come on. No, no, no. Saturday was bad. Saturday, I was betting on fucking college basketball, like LSU Tigers. You were on Sunday too. <laughs> right, but it wasn't as bad as Saturday. Oh, oh God damn it! One sec. <laughs> <laughs> we passed the 420 mark so if you know for 2022 uh we go into the top five at 420 um but we're we're straggling right now Dang so the top five it was a big card on. this yeah, week. yeah it was a big card uh and we would have got it too if i didn't want to get this last comment in that was in the notes that said that <laughs> that you had you made me fucking die laughing because i was so excited and all over the place when you looked me dead in the eyes and you were like very seriously gambling is so good for you you're usually pretty even keeled and it's exciting to get a spike out of you I'm glad I could make you laugh. Fucking sarcastic ass motherfucker. Tell us what's happening next week. No, you tell us. <laughs> All right, fine then. Bellator's first event of the year is this Saturday, the 29th. On the card, we have Lucas Brennan. Definitely betting on him. Yep. Darian Caldwell. I'm going to bet on him too. Uh, Benson Henderson versus Izzam Mamadov. <laughs> Usually there's another... Yeah. Agamed's or yeah, something. Yeah, now wondering if I spelled that wrong. <laughs> and Ryan Bader versus uh, Valentin Moldovsky. So uh, there's no UFC this weekend, so I'm definitely going to fucking just spend it all betting on Bellator. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad for Bellator to be back and for us to only focus on that. All right, we're going to make it at the 520 mark. Top three? Yeah. Okay, babe, I'm going to kick it off to you because there's no real MMA boo-boos this week. But we give, more than any other podcast I know, we give our friends and listeners what they want to hear. You ask? We'll fucking give it to you. Our listeners wanted an MMA poo-poo story. (laughs) This segment was requested by our dear friend and listener, Jamie. And while I know that we'll never have a story probably ever that falls under the MMA poo-poo banner. I wouldn't be so sure about Ever that. again. <laughs> this week we freaking do. So it was perfect timing for the request. You might remember last week our boy from Long Island Brian Boom Kelleher fought and won but I heard after the fight and so after we also recorded and he was interviewed that he had a bit of an accident before walking out to his fight as he was warming up he was a little gassy and so he said he was farting a lot and then he realized that one of his farts turned into a shart so right before walking out he had to stop his like warm-up he had to go poop and prop death had some leftover poop on his shorts I w- that's fucking crazy I was thinking do they give them two they must give them two he did he did not change his shorts so I really really hope his opponent didn't try to check the old oil if you know <laughs> what I mean so BFF I hope you enjoyed that MMA poo-poo story. Also, uh, I, I took a screenshot. I got to post it. Uh, it. Man, it's really hard for Instagram and shit to like screenshot stuff and keep it all in a fucking photo album and, and then post it on later. But I'm going to do it because I said it, goddammit, that after he won his fight, he went to a long, uh, uh, what do you call it? Long Island, uh, New York Islanders game. Long Island Islanders? <laughs> Whatever, cool. whatever not the rangers the other hockey yeah. team. so he went there and he posted a fucking picture it's pretty cool oh cool yeah i was like all right cool man I, I would love to run into fucking boom at the uh good old islanders game yeah in the bathroom when he's pooping 
Number two, we're going to hit up MMA fashion. It was a good week for MMA fashion last it week. It was really I've been fun. wanting to do a pretty... I mean, like, our whole... Uh, uh, the hottest fucking Instagram. Sorry, I had to take a moment to really think about this. The hottest new Instagram right now is Building Walnuts. We've talked about it before, Oof. right? And I found out uh, from Building Walnuts, just kind of spreading the spreading the wealth around <laughs> of information that you got to keep your posts consistent to really, you know, uh, g- get growth and stuff like that. So we got to have. Yeah, we know that. I know. We, we've run we're on the fucking... platform that we're consistent, but we're really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think we're whatever we have. So we, we're going to do MMA boo-boos as often as we can. And if not, we're going to fucking do it. MMA poo poo. <laughs> I have a BJJ poo poo. <coughs> but MMA fashion, I try to get something every week, but it's been pretty lacking. Well, and we're not just giving this away to people. Yeah, like, we have to be truly inspired. I don't have the image pulled up right now. I know I did post it on the Instagram, but um, Megan Olivi had this awesome sparkle blazer that was just freaking so cool. Uh, Megan Olivi's. I want to say she's more times than not she's fucking pretty fire and spot on with her, her outfits but this one was especially cool so worthy of the call out she's Absolutely. A, uh, definitely a regular on MMA fashion <coughs> excuse me another regular on MMA fashion is Brucey Bear Oof. Bruce Buffer which I gotta record and, and post on fucking Buffer's Blazers this week I'm saying this so I could listen and fucking do it all this week god damn it Bruce Buffer had this yellow blazer and he doesn't go in the yellow palette that often so it really fucking stood out I don't know was it more gold I think it was actually like straight up yellow no it, it was definitely yellow cause he'll do gold yeah this he'll do gold lello. it was cool man and I, I really fucking enjoyed it Francis and Ganu had two different suits one walking uh, actually I think during the um, press conference which was a little weird press conference I don't know uh, in terms of the back and forth between him and Cyril gone. Uh, but it was, he just had a nice plaid suit on and it was like, whatever. But after he won his championship belt and defended his championship belt, he had on, what was it? Green suit, white shirt, gold tie. Yes. Irish pride right there. Green, white, gold. <laughs> the pride of Ireland, Francis and Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> he looked incredible. So yeah, that's it. I think for MMA fashion. All right. Well, you know what, babe? For number three in our top three, you are always just adding new segments left and right. I do. Like my bro was telling us to have some consistency. We don't because we could just keep adding new ones. That's consistent. But you know what? It's my turn now, bitches. I'm going to turn my mic off and just let you go. Oh my God. I'm going to try to make it fast. I have a lot to say. And yeah, there's I just, a lot of green in the I notes. realized I didn't even add my another reason do you remember whatever if you at the end you could add on to my new segment you have a solid five minutes okay all right this new segment has been in the making for a while but when our long island correspondent patrick grady sent us the salaries of all the fighters on the ufc 270 pay-per-view card it really showed me we need this segment and it's called fuck you dana white Fuck you, Dana White, for raising the pay-per-view price, especially with this card that wasn't worth it. No matter how good it was, um, there were just way too many fighters debuting to charge $74.99 on top of the ESPN Plus subscription, and then taxes are added, which means it's $80. Fuck you, Dana White. 
fuck you, Dana White, for leaving the event before the main fight and heavyweight title fight between Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gunn. For the fight before and almost every single title fight in the past, Dana will be in the octagon after the fight as he should to present the champion with their belt. Dana was there for the co-main and put the flyweight belt on Figgy, but was nowhere to be seen after the event. Fuck you, Dana White, for allowing whatever beef you have with Francis to get in the way of doing the most basic part of your job. Fuck you, Dana White. Fuck you, Dana White, for not only not watching the last fight and presenting the belt to the heavyweight champion, but then extra fuck you for not even showing up to the press conference after. This was UFC's first pay-per-view of 2022. First pay-per-view with the new Ridic Price. There were two exciting and interesting title fights and you couldn't even show up? Fuck you. Fuck you, Dana White. And last, but certainly not least, fuck you, Dana White, for paying your fighters such meager salaries. Saturday's event took place in California, which is one of the few states left where the salaries have to be disclosed as public information. Some of the fighters on that card only got paid $10,000. Fuck you, Dana White. As our Long Island correspondent said, these fighters have to leave their families for months to train. They have to spend money on gyms, coaches, training partners, food, transportation, and they could make $20 thousand dollars tops if they win and they probably only fight two to three times a year at most so fuck you dana white fuck you dana white it is important to note that francis the heavyweight champion who ended up defending his belt got paid six hundred thousand dollars so over half a million right all right Ngannou's salary is a lot of money at first glance. However, this is not befitting of a fucking champion. Look at any other sport and the elite of the elite, the best in the world, would scoff at this amount. And so do I. So fuck you, Dana White. And just for reference, because I like a little reference, especially with money, because I have no concept of anything. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, the Cleveland trader, will be making $41.18 million this year. Fuck you, Dana White, for lowballing all your fighters from their debuts to your champions. Fuck you, Dana White. Tyson Fury made $30 million as the heavyweight champion in boxing in his last fight. Thank you. $30 million versus $600,000. Pitiful. Oh, man, I don't even know what to say about that. There's nothing to say. I need to get my heart rate back down. Okay, cool. (laughs) Take a deep breath. We're going to go to the rundown. We're a little bit ahead of schedule, which is nice. Holding hands and throwing fists podcast. Remember, 20 minutes or less. We're going to fucking give you what you want. Yeah. All right. Let's go with the rundown, babe. Figgy went up from 124 pounds on the scales the day before to 143 pounds on the scales for fight night. Crazy? Crazy. Wow. Babe, interested in a fourth Figgy versus Moreno fight? I keep flip-flopping a little bit, but now that it's one for Moreno, one for Figgy, one tie, I do think they need a fourth. It's called a tetralogy, I think, instead of what a do you think? trilogy. Are you interested? Uh, I've let Figgy fight one more person, and then he's probably going to beat them and then do uh, do the fourth one. Okay. Put one in between. 
Uh, Nathaniel Wood from England. I forget why we know him and like him, but I think we do know him and like him. I think he might have been from the Ultimate Fighter. I don't fucking even remember, but we've definitely seen him fight multiple times. He's fighting UFC London. Ooh, Pretty exciting, right? That's very exciting. I'm excited for him. It's going to be a good walkout. Khabib's Eagle FC. So Khabib Nurmagomedov has his own promotion called Eagle FC that is mostly overseas, but it's debuting in the UFC in the United States this Friday. Uh, babe, you excited for that? Not really. Okay, uh, because we have to sign up to Eagle FC, which is definitely going to give us a Russian virus to watch it. So it's free on Eagle oh, FC, but okay. I'm not going to give my email address to Russian hackers. No, IT. Get in contact with it. us, please. Yeah. Uh, 20 years ago today, Holly Holm made her boxing debut. Incredible. Pretty big, pretty and big she's deal. she's still right? fighting. Great for Amazing. her. Anything else, babe? I think, I think that's all I got. Cool, yeah. Well, actually, no. Fuck you, Dana White, one more time. Yeah, why not? Whatever. This episode is brought to you by my new friend, George, at the place that sells coffee, Thai food, and is a juice bar. Weirdest place I've been to in a minute, but I love it. 